Hey, this is Pastor Justin Krupski with you here at Bringing It Home. It is great to be with you all once again. Uh, today we're going to continue with our series of what we're calling the fives. Uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about five meaningful ways to connect with your child's heart. Last week we talked about five uh, tips to help your child not cuss. And today we're going to look at the number five as it pertains to the love languages uh, that God has given to us as his children to experience love, to love one another, and certainly a love that comes from him first and foremost. So the five love languages, uh, they have been spoken about, uh, written about, identified by certainly many individuals, but Gary Chapman is the one that many of us are familiar with. Five love languages, certainly as it pertains to a marriage relationship, a relationship between adults, but also these five love languages uh, play into parenting and teaching our kids how to love and just figuring out how to love our children. And so the five love languages, uh, they have been identified as quality time, meaningful touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gifts. And so you as a parent, I think that as you hear these five, certainly we want all of these. We experience love through all of these, but maybe there's one that stands out to you in your life and how you feel loved the most. Is it when someone spends quality time with you? Is it when someone gives you meaningful touch? Is it when someone serves you? Is it when someone says some words of affirmation over you? Or is it when you receive a gift? And I ask you that question because ultimately we need to think through it this way. For our children, I don't know how many children you have. I have four of them. I mean, what's interesting is each of my ch children seem to have one dominant love languages, one love language. Um, and so I think of my oldest son, Toby. It's, it seems that his dominant love language is touch. Uh, Jenny and I have seen that from the beginning, so it's important for us, right, certainly not just give him gifts, not just to encourage him with words, not just to give him acts of service or quality time, but primarily to have meaningful touch with him. He likes to snuggle. He likes to sit close to us on the couch. My other kids really don't like to do that. Uh, Graham is not meaningful touch, and that's pretty uh, clear to us. And it's interesting just trying to teach him how to give others meaningful touch and how to receive that. But for Toby, it's meaningful touch all the way. He loves just a, a good hug, a, a good pat on the back. And what's interesting for us as parents, and for you as a parent to think about, and there is a survey online uh, through Gary Chapman's ministry, through his work, uh, to take so you can identify your kids' love languages. Uh, but certainly I think you can just think through these and, and think about what seems to work the most. Uh, but as you think about these love language, there's a, a dangerous aspect but also a good aspect to this. But when we discipline our children, think about that for a moment. If you discipline them in their primary love language, that can cause damage. Right? But it also can get through to them on a different level than the other love languages. When you apply love languages to discipline, think about it this way. Right? If your child's love language is quality time, a time out is probably going to speak more than anything else. If your child's love language is meaningful touch, right? you spank your child, that's going to hit deep, deeper than the other ways. If it's acts of service, right, and their discipline is you make them do chores, right? what is that saying to them? If it's words of affirmation, and you just use words of non-affirmation, I'm disappointed in you, how could you do that? Right, That's going to hit them deep. If it's gifts, right, you take something away from them, right? what does that do? And what research finds out is that actually harms them more than it helps them. 
But yet we as parents, we know there's times where we need to get through to them, and so it's important for us to understand their love language. And certainly discipline is a form of love, and so when we discipline our children in their primary love language, it's so important for us to reiterate, right, I've disciplined you out of love, and if there was anger attached to that, right, there's an aspect of confession that needs to take place from us parents to our children. Otherwise, we will definitely affect them in a negative way to where they can't receive their primary love languages anymore because they're just too confused and they feel ugly about it because of the discipline that has taken place. So love languages. Again, right, our children are all different, uh, but what we see and what Gary Chapman talks about is our role as parents is to form them to know all five love languages and to be able to function within all five love languages. So yes, it's important to know their primary love language, but even more than that, it's important to shape them, to form them so that they can live in this world by giving these five love languages to others because others right, all receive love differently. What I love about the love language is probably the most when I think about this. Certainly it teaches me how to love Jenny more and how to understand how I receive love and give love. Right? Certainly it helps me as a parent. But when I look at those, I just can't help but see how God has first loved us right, in these primary ways in which we experience love. Certainly quality time, right? He is with us. He wants to spend time with us. He, he came in Jesus and spent time here on earth. Certainly heaven, right? Eternity, that's a lot of time. Uh, meaningful touch, right? You see Jesus in his ministry just touch people. And certainly we know he reaches down to us. We might not feel that touch, that embrace, but yet in communion in the Lord's Supper, right, we understand there's an intimate connection between us and his body and that in acts of service, certainly understand the greatest act of service at all, the sacrifice that Jesus has given to us. Words of affirmation, you look through the scriptures, you can't help but see encouragement from God to us. Are you speaking to us, telling us that we are the apple of his eye, right, his treasured possession, right, his royal priesthood, right, gifts, Certainly, he gives us gifts upon gifts upon gifts. He, he forgives us. His forgiveness is a gift. Right? His spirit is a gift. Right? All the way he provides for us. Those are all gifts. Uh, parents, as I consider these five love languages, and as I encourage you to, again, check out the survey online. Go to Gary Chapman's ministry. I believe you'll find that pretty easy. Uh, identify your children's primary love language and just figure out how to speak to them even uh, clearer and show them that you love them, and also figure out how to form them in all these five love languages. So parents, may you bring it home this week, and I look forward to tuning in with you again all next week and giving you another series of five. Thank you for tuning in to Bringing It Home. Join Pastor Justin at Trinity Lutheran Church this or any weekend. Check out trinityutica.com for the most up-to-date schedule. While you're there, click on the media library and select Bringing It Home to ask questions or to subscribe.